Hi there, I'm Lee. We're going to continue to look at those instructions, those warnings that Jesus gave in the book of Revelation. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for telling us things to come, for showing us the vitalness of your warnings that we need to take heed now before the time comes when you arrive. We just thank you for revelation knowledge. We thank you that you would just make it clear to us what you're saying. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And so we do need him to reveal truth to us. And in the book of Revelation, um, I'm going to read a little bit in chapter 2. And it, it has everything to do with compromise. I know all that you've done for me in verse 19, your love and faith, your ministry, steadfastness, perseverance. In fact, you now excel in these virtues even more than at first. And notice how he is just monitoring us, just monitoring us and, and ready to correct us because he loves us. Anyway, of this against you, you are following that woman, Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess and is seducing my loving servants. She is teaching that it is permissible to indulge in sexual immorality and to eat foods sacrificed to idols. I've waited for her to repent from her vile immorality, but she willingly refuses to do so. I wanted to read a note to you in here which is the revelation that I had um, from God before I read it. I, I think it's perfect. Um, it says that Jezebel was immoral and practiced idolatry. She released into Israel a spirit of darkness that hindered God's faithful ones by attempting to mix worship of Baal with the worship of the true God. She becomes a symbol of the spirit of tolerance and compromise, which teaches that God's loving servants can sin and not experience any consequence. And we see that in the church today. You can look around and see that that um, the, the teaching is that sin is okay. Compromise is okay. Not, not in every church, but many. And the example of that is hindering God's people. And so he's talking to the leaders of the church. And he's saying, get it right. Stop leading my people in a, in a place of compromise. They're sinning and they're thinking it's okay because of the teaching that they hear from those who they trust to tell them the truth. And many will go to a place where they, they hear what they want to hear. They want to hear that sin is okay, that compromise is okay. When I first noticed this, it seemed crazy to me that people believed that they didn't have to do anything that not sinning was a work that can't get you to heaven. 
Not understanding the truth happens to those who aren't following Jesus, but they're following after a leader in the church and not, not, not listening to the Spirit themselves, not comparing what they hear, not having ears to hear so that you can hear the Spirit of God tell you that it's false, that what you're being told isn't true. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he's going to convict you of your sin. And you're not going to want to sin. And you're going to take that correction because you love him and you want to follow after him. And so you're, you're not going to compromise. And you're going to have understanding. And you're going to recognize that false prophet in the church as soon as you hear it. And then you need to turn away from that, have nothing to do with that kind of teaching. Don't fall into the lie. Don't question what the Spirit of God is teaching you. And many people do that. They question themselves, which is good, but not in comparison to a person, but compare yourself with Jesus. He's the one that you want to compare yourself with. You want to make sure you're following His truth and don't compromise that. And many churches are compromising. Sin is okay. It's funny. Um, it's a joke, really. It, it's even ministered to as in a joking way. And we're sinners, and there's nothing we can do about it. And it's because the reason they're doing that is because they believe a lie. They're compromising the truth. Really, they don't know Jesus. Now, Romans tells us that we all have a consciousness of God. We all know right from wrong. But, if you don't take if you don't take God seriously, if you don't seek Jesus and come to know him, if you don't want to live in the truth, you're going to live that lie, you're going to live that compromise. And you're not going to even recognize it. That's why Jesus said, on that day, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. And then many are going to say, but Lord, they don't even realize they've compromised. They don't even realize they're living a lie. They can't see it. They can't see it because they're not following Jesus. He said, I'm going to say to those away from me, I never knew you. You're practicing lawlessness. You're compromising, and you're believing it's okay because you're not following Jesus. You're following compromise. You're, you're, you're following the things of this world that are opposed to God. And so that's what he's saying in this chapter. I just want to encourage you to go and look at it.
And we want to take that correction now. He, he's telling you now before the time that he comes so that you can be ready for that day, so that you can stand before him and not, and not hear him say, away from me, I never knew you. You don't want to hear that. That's it. That, that, that's the end. So you have from now until then to get it right. You have from now until then to get the sin out of your life. And it's easy when you love Jesus. It's easy when you get to know him. When you fall in love with him, you're going to want to please him. And the sin is going to make you feel terrible. And you're not going to want anything to do with it. And you're going to recognize it's the enemy trying to control you. Trying to take you from Jesus. Trying to steal your eternal life. Happiness, peace, your joy, your contentment. The most important thing is now it's here and now. But what you can't see... And it's important to be able to see what you can't see with your physical eyes. And you're not going to be able to do that if you want to live in compromise. Your heart. God sees it. Nothing is secret to Him. You can't, you, you, you can't fool Him into thinking that you want Him, but at the same time, you want to compromise. Like you want something more than him. Like your flesh is saying, I want that and I don't care what the results are. And I like how it said to, to mix the worship of Baal with the worship of the true God. You can't mix your worship. You can't have an idol in God and mix it together. And that's what many of the churches are doing. And in your own spirit, if you're following Jesus minute by minute, day by day, hour by hour, he's going to show you that compromise that you're making, and he will help you to change it. But you have to be willing you, you, you can't just let your flesh rule you. You can't mix that with Jesus. You can't say, I love you, Jesus, and then at the same time, put something before him. He understands, but he's telling you the truth, so you have time to change it now, and it's up to you to recognize because we have Jesus living on the inside of us to show us the truth, to show us the way. We aren't ignorant of Him. You can ignore Him. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, He's going to be there to correct you and teach you. He tells us that in the next chapter. He corrects those He loves. You can ignore Him, and He will go away. He won't bother you. But on that day, when you stand before Him, 
You know, the Bible says what you sow is what you reap. That is what you will reap. He's going to say, he's going to reject you. He's going to say, I didn't know you because you rejected him. Don't reject him. Lay everything else down. Don't compromise. Don't compromise. Love him. Give him a chance to show himself to you. It won't be hard to love him. And it'll be hard to sin. You won't want to sin. That, That conviction that you feel, if you're not willing to lay it down, you will feel a struggle. But when you surrender, you just it's okay with you because you trust him and you know what he has for you is good. And he wants to give you eternal life. He became sin for you so you do not have to sin anymore. And sin separates you from God and righteousness hooks you up with him. Jesus made a way for you. Receive that. He said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would invite him in by heeding his voice, he would come in and he would dine with you. He'll teach you. You'll, you'll be able to see, but you have to make that choice that you want to see it. You want to know the truth. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus. Thank you for showing us truth today. We acknowledge you. We surrender to you. We resist sin. We love you. We, we, we aren't just saying that, but we are saying we love you and we want your correction. We don't want to compromise. We don't want something before you. So, I'll give you all the glory. And you know what? That's really what it is. I mean, you can say you love Jesus, but is he first? Is he your first love? Or have you compromised? Have you gone to a church that tells you sin is okay because, good, that feels better. I can do whatever I want. That's what the enemy wants to do whatever he wants. No structure. Not not good, but a little good and a little evil. You can't mix good and evil. If you want to move in with God, it has to be all good. He is good. He is love. He's not self-centered. He, the the um, definition of love for him is to give and he wants to give to you and you have to be like him to live with him so let him recreate you in his likeness go ahead and let him correct you he loves you thanks so much for listening today god bless you